For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. Let's welcome on the line now the commercial director at AFC Wimbledon, Ivo Hella. Ivo, good evening from us here in South Africa. Thank you again for agreeing. For, thanks for agreeing to speak to us tonight. That's a pleasure to be so. I'm really, really flattered to be on, on your radio show tonight. Thanks. Very much. Thanks, Ivo. Uh, firstly, before we get into the topic, I mean, how are you guys affected by COVID-19, That's uh, that side? Ah, well, at the moment, we're, we're just waiting to see if we can finish the season off or not. We we don't think we're going to be able to. Mm-hmm. We think they're going to cancel the season for, for the teams in our league, which is uh, harsh on some, but, but happy for others. Um, it means that we would remain in League One for an, another season, uh, which is good, uh, because we move to a new ground next mm-hmm. season, and uh, um, things are, are really on the move for us. And, uh, you know, so, so it'll give us a, a good starting point um, once this whole COVID nightmare is out of the way. But, you know, so there's no football at the moment. We're not playing football yeah. in the UK. Um, and uh, um, I don't think it'll be back properly until September. That's my guess. So these project restart talks that they are having, are they just for the Premier League and the Championship or do they um, affect everybody? No, they're just for the Premier League at the moment. Um, oh. yeah, and when you look at the, the rules and the things that we have to do to... Um, to be able to uh, play football, it's very punishing for small teams and it would cost us half a million pounds um, just to finish off this season. Mm. So, yeah, we need, we need this, this pandemic to uh, be suppressed even more so we can go back where they haven't got the stringent kind of testing and everything. If we get it under control, we can start to play football again. And I, I think by September we'll be in that position. But, yeah, much before that, probably not. Well, you've already mentioned the stadium. I was about to ask because the last time I read about AFC Wimbledon was that a new stadium was being built. So, how far is the process now? All right. Well, well yeah, basically, the stadium is, is oh, you know, three quarters of the way done. Um, the pitch is laid and the pitch is ready to, to, to go. So, when we start playing next season, which will probably be behind closed doors, um, we, we'll be able to play back at our kind of just by our ancestral home, mm-hmm. uh, which is wonderful. The you know, they, 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 they said when we started the club that we'd, we'd probably struggle to run a football club as a bunch of fans. Then they said that we'd never get back into the football league. Uh, and then they said when we said, OK, we want to go to, to Wimbledon, yeah, we want to get back to Wimbledon. They all said, you're mad, you'll never do that. But we did, uh, and we have. And perseverance is an amazing thing. And when there's a, a shared sense of ownership, you, you, can, you can move mountains. Yeah. And that's what we've done. And, and where exactly is this new stadium now? Is it is it on the same site where your former ground was? It's kind of 150 yards up the road, so so mm. it, it, it's yeah, it's the same. It's the same area. It is literally just just a, a few yards away from where we were. And in point of fact, in in 1913, mm. we would have actually played on that exact site that we're going back to. So uh, it's very much our ancestral home. It's where we come from, and uh, um, that, that that is wonderful. We're really looking forward to it. Can't wait. In fact. That's great. And on that note, let's talk about the history then of AFC Wimbledon. But firstly, what was your initial reaction back in 2002, Ivo, when you heard that the club would be moved to Milton Keynes? Uh, well, you know, uh, I mean, I've been a, a Wimbledon fan since the early 1970s. Um, and it was my life. And I was very dedicated to the club. And I used to travel all over the country and go to games all the time. Uh, and then... You know, to, to be told that they're going to move your club 70 miles away 
which, you know, 70 miles doesn't sound that, that, that far, you know, if you just jump on a motorway and you drive straight there. Mm. But, you know, if you've never been to the UK, uh, travelling 70 miles is not as straightforward as it, as it might sound. Mm. It, it, it's a good two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour journey every time there and back. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's moving completely out of, of where you come from, and that's not good enough for us. So my, my reaction was one of absolute horror, um, but because I was very much involved in the Supporters Trust that now owns the club, um, I, myself and a few others were already laying some moves down and some plans that just in case we lost our fight, if we lost, then we would be ready to, to get going. Uh, and that's what we did. And we, 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 we got going straight away and uh, we performed a miracle to be up and running in time for the next season. That was the big trick for us. Yeah, I remember seeing visuals of fans lined up in the streets protest, protesting against this move uh, there in Wimbledon. What was the reason for the relocation? Well, it depends who you believe, really. But, but, but at, at the end of the day, um, we were moved out of our um, plough lane ground after the, the Hillsborough incident, you know, when yeah. you know, 96 um, fans lost their lives um, and they, they made the grounds then to be all seated. Uh, and when they did that, um, the then owner of, of um, Sam Romain decided that he could move the club uh, and would move it to, to Sellers Park to Crystal Palace, mm. which is seven miles away. Um, but, but the whole thing was about selling land. Mm. So you know, he set about selling the land. Uh, we were moved to Sellers Park without anywhere to come back to. And before you know where you are, um, we are... Uh, we're in the Premier League we're doing well as soon as we drop out in the Premier League of course there's not a big enough club so uh, Milton Keynes wanted to have a club they did a property deal that surrounded the the um, taking ownership of, of Wimbledon and uh, and it got very nasty it was very nasty it was a very horrible time with uh, um, you know we don't believe that the, the dealings were completely straight one way and another and um, and should never have been allowed to get as far as it did, but they they, they decided to move us to, to Milton Keynes, and, and you know, so to me it was a property deal, um, and that's something that that's unforgivable as far as we're concerned. But you know, it is what it is, so we had to get on with it and start again. Did you feel that it was not going to be the same Wimbledon uh, with the same history? Well, you know, it, it, it's funny there because there are some people feel different ways, um, but I am. 100% that we are the same Wimbledon. And the, the, the reason for me saying that is it's not a, a limited trading name that, that, that makes uh, a company or, or, or a club. Mm. It, it's the people that come to watch. Mm. It's the people that, that, that are, are there week in, week out um, are the ones that, that decide mm. um, what you should be. Uh, and, and, you know, the fact of the matter is our club president is a guy called... Um, Dicky Guy, um, he was uh, our goalkeeper in the 1970s when Wimbledon had a, a, a very historical FA Cup run. Um, you know, so he's mm. our club president. You know, you've got Dave Present, who previously saved the first penalty ever in the, the FA Cup final uh, when we won it in 1988. He um, comes to, to a lot of our games along with, with Harry Bassett, our old manager. You know, and, and the old players all gravitate to us. Yeah, they, don't, they, don't, you know, they know... Who, who Wimbledon is, and, and you know, a, a club yeah. is about the people that are in it, 
not about the, the actual title. And you know, so we are, are, are Wimbledon. We've always said we're Wimbledon, and, uh, and we always will be because that's where we come from and that's where we live. Literally. So, so how quickly, how quickly then, Ivo, did things move from the discussion um, to having the team play its first game in the non-leagues? You, you're saying that you decided well, as supporters that no, uh, you're not happy with moving to Milton Keynes. You're going to start your own club. Maybe, maybe take us through those those talks firstly. Okay. Well, they, 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 we didn't take a breath to talk. So the decision was made on on uh, May the twenty eighth, um, two thousand and two. Uh, and from that moment, we literally went about setting up uh, the football club right from the very first moment. I got a call the night before to say that we'd lost our fight. Um, I decided not to go and protest or do anything the next day just to get cracking and starting a new club. So um, we found some very big hurdles very quickly. But because, you know, righteous indignation is a very powerful tool. Mm. Uh, 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 we, we, we had a lot of that. We were very upset. We were very aggrieved. This had never happened in, in the UK before. Well, not, not in England. It had never happened before. So, so everybody was, was up in arms. Um, and we fed off of that. So, you know, we spoke to the, the, the London FA. They, uh, they were very helpful. Um, and, and they told us what we needed to do. And basically, we had to become a senior football club in 12 working days. Only. Uh, we had to have a ground share, um, we had to have a name, we had to have colours, lots of things we had to have. Um, uh, uh, and things fell right for us in that time, but we worked very hard. You know, I, uh, you know it was a real, uh, a, a very much uh, uh, hit the ground running. We had public meetings where we, we garnered the support of our fans. We put out an appeal to our fans to raise funds because we didn't have any money. Um, uh, and we got eighty thousand pounds in in very very quick time indeed for uh, season tickets for a, a club that doesn't exist yet was was took some leap of faith I can tell you, yeah. um, I, I, and we did all of that in a few days. Uh, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. And then we were very lucky that that, that, that uh, Mr. Cosler at um, Kingstonian Football Club he um, decided that he would give us a lease. So he gave us a lease, and and and, uh, and we got that signed just in time. It was very quick and a little bit uh, difficult, um, but but we got that signed. We got the senior status, so that that was um, by uh, the the twelfth of June. We, we we had the senior status. Then we had to um, organise our pre-season friendlies, um, organise a team. We had no team. I believe so we held like trials, trials in in a park. Yeah, on Wimbledon Common, yes, we did. Yep, yep, yep. We had wonderful trials in the park um, where yeah, we lost count of 250 people. Sure. There, there were a lot of players turned up for that. It was amazing, um, an amazing historical time. Oh, I, um, can, I can imagine. We picked the team and then on... Um, uh, so, so the trials, I think, were on June the 16th. Um, then we had a second trial... Later on in the week, we got it down to 60 players. Mm. Uh, and then on um, July the 10th, 2002, we played our first pre-season friendly um, <sighs> against United. We were big old rivals of ours back in, in the day when I was very young. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and 4,650 people turned up to that, that game. Wow. Uh, 
That's a huge number. We're going to take a quick break. Ivo will continue after this. We're talking to the commercial director at AFC Wimbledon, Ivo Hela, about how they managed to resurrect their club after it was relocated to Milton Keynes. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Still talking to Ivo Hela. Ivo, I can sense, I can feel the sense of pride when you talk about that first game. And I, I remember once reading supporters saying that it didn't matter whether they won 1 0 or they were hammered 5 0, but the fact remains now that the club was back. Is that how you felt? Yeah, it was, it was an incredible night because nobody really knew what to expect. Uh, we didn't even know the names of half of our players, to be honest. But yeah, we played, uh, we lost 4 0. Uh, uh, 4-0 and then there was a, a pitch invasion our fans <laughs> ran onto the pitch to celebrate <laughs> to celebrate the fact that we had a club uh, and it was a wonderful happy occasion and um, you know although uh, you, ne- you never play any game and are happy when you lose mm. you know we just put this team together on a park and we were playing a team that were several divisions higher than us so you know it, it, it was a wonderful night it was an amazing night and, and that's what really started us off and it set the tone for everything and you know, the press and the television were there that night and, and everyone was like, oh, this is amazing. Uh, we're off and running now. And and then we lost our first nine pre-seasons. Um, we lost them all as we were putting this team together. And, and then we won our 10th one. And and then we, and we knew then that we were off and running. And, uh, yeah, we started in a league that nobody knew. Mm. We certainly didn't know it beforehand. We started there and, and we worked our ways up. And, yeah, we've now had six promotions in 18 years, although... You know, the first five of those were in nine years, and oh. that was remarkable. And you're the remarkable. And you're the first club formed in the 21st century to make it into the football league. History will remember you fondly here, Eva. Sorry, I'm saying you are the first club formed in the 21st century to make it into the football league. How proud does that yes, make you? That, yeah, no, that, that that's an amazing thing. It's not something that I often think about, really, to be honest. But but it, 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 the whole thing was amazing. To do, it, to, to do it in nine years from formation back into the Football League was a, a real miracle. And, and, and that's, that's, our, uh, yeah, that's our greatest achievement. The day that we, we played Luton Town, another very famous club, you know, we played Luton Town at the City of Manchester Stadium, now Manchester City's ground, um, and we beat them in the playoff. And that, that, that was um, in, in 2011. That, that was just an amazing achievement. Nine years to, to get back to the Football League was unprecedented in the ways it will never be beaten that not done the way that we did it we didn't yeah. just buy our way up there we, 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 we did it by raising all our own money by doing everything ourselves and, and we had no rich sugar daddy paying for everything so you know when your club gets taken from you you know don't, don't, don't cry about it do something about it start again start again dedication have more fun on the way up than you did going on the way down that's for sure so who owns the club then AFC Wimbledon uh, we do our fans. fans. You know, we, we're owned by by the Don's Trust, mm. um, and and yeah, you know, we have over three thousand members, um, and and it's a very powerful organisation, really. You know, um, uh, they, we 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 do sh- sell some shares, we sold shares, um, but only up to um, the trust will always own seventy five percent, and that's a, a, a really strong thing. So you know, our new ground will be solely owned by us by our fans. So there's a, a shared sense of responsibility, a shared sense of pride, uh, and, and you know, that will, will, will set us up for a long, long, long time to come. And I, I believe we'll, we'll make it back to the championship one day, and once we do that, who knows? You never know what's going to happen then, do you? 
Yeah. Now, here in South Africa, we have a situation where club owners are just buying other clubs to gain promotions to the elite league. I mean, what do you make of this? Because it's common practice. It, hope, it happens almost every second season now. Uh, I, think, uh, I think it's horrible and very wrong to do that. You should not be able to move a football club from its local conurbation because football clubs are an important part of the, the local economy. They're an important part of the community. And that that's the other thing that, that we do in abundance is we do lots of community stuff. And you know, at the moment, we are a major resource in the area for feeding people that can't afford food uh, and can't go and get food you know, because they're being shielded from this, this terrible virus. So, you know, there, there, there are a whole host of um, positives about what, what having a football club in your community can actually do. It's embedded in the community and that's how it should be and it shouldn't be anything else. Mm. That's my opinion. And not play things for the rich and famous. should never be that. It's important. It's a sense of be- belonging is important for a club. That's what you're saying and belonging to your community. It's priceless. 100%. Yeah, no. It doesn't matter how successful a football club is. If you, if you love the football club and it represents your area, you know, you'll have good times, you'll have bad times, but at the end of the day, you'll always have something to be proud of because they're, 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 they're your team. Uh, and, and that is it. And, you know, and if someone takes it away, start it again and show them that you can't take your club away. Show them what you can do. That, 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 that's what I believe very strongly. And talk to us about the name. Uh, why did you have to use AFC Wimbledon? Could you not just use Wimbledon? Well, we couldn't at the time because they, 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 the, the team that went to Milton Keynes was still called Wimbledon FC. Ah. Um, although they changed that, that in 2004. To MK um, Yeah. Uh, and and um, now uh, I believe that when we come back to Wimbledon, um, we will... Uh, there'll be a big discussion and I think we will change our name back to Wimbledon FC then, uh, which would be, would be great for me. That'll be full circle and I'll be very, a very happy man when we do that. And you use same colours? Yeah, same colours, same badge, more or less. Yeah. Same, same everything. You know, we can the same honours, the same people behind the club, you know, um, on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, no, we, we, are, um, we are very much... Uh, um, we are very much Wimbledon and nothing else and never have been. And obviously now you've got a new rivalry with MK Dons. How has that played out when you faced each other? Uh, it's not very nice, actually. I must say, we, we don't like playing them, and, and we, we we don't call them dons. We don't. We refuse to refer oh. to them as dons because, well, they they they, they stole that name because Wimbledon. So we yeah. are the dons. Uh, uh, so 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 they, they, there's still always a big fight over over that they shouldn't be called dons because they've got nothing to do with that. Milton Keynes has got nothing to do with being a don. Um, and and yeah, so so we have that argument every so often and. Uh, um, you know, at the end of the day, we've proved our point. We've got above them in the league. I mean, they're above us very slightly at the moment, but, but we've got above them in the league and, you know, they got relegated. We were above them, you know, uh, uh, and that, that's, that's it. That's full circle. They've gone precisely backwards. Mm. We've gone rapidly forwards. Uh, and, and that's it. The argument is one. Uh, everybody knows that, 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 that they, they shouldn't have uh, been allowed to come into existence, not, 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 they should have done what we did. They could have done what we did. They could have started a football club in Milton Keynes uh, or supported the Milton Keynes City Club that was there and taken them into the Football League and everyone would have loved them. Mm-hmm. You know? But instead of that, they bought a league place and that's something that's never happened in this country. It will never happen again, by the way. I don't <laughs> believe it will ever happen again here. Except, um, I don't think so. And, and what happens to the history of Wimbledon? I mean, do you keep those records of the old Wimbledon that played Premier League football? Does that remain part of your history? Hundred percent, one hundred percent, and all of the 
the trophies and the medals and everything that the club won uh, are, are being held um, by the Merton Council or Wimbledon Council as such. Mm. Um, and the minute that we move back to Wimbledon, and this was always the deal, the minute we move back to Wimbledon, we get the lot. So that is the history complete. So, uh, yeah, you know, there, there is no doubt about it that, 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 you know, although you can trace the league place of, of Milton Keynes back to us, mm-hmm. um, that is all it is. You know, they changed their name, they changed their badge. The only thing they kept was the Don's part, and that's the part that's unacceptable to us. But, you know, we, we'll deal with that another time. There's plenty of time to deal with that. Talking about the history of Wimbledon, I mean, what made that Wimbledon team of the 90s so good? People have a, had a love-hate relationship with it, the Vinnie Jones, the F.A. Nokoku, the Dean Holdsworth, the crazy gang. Yeah, well, I mean, it was an amazing time, but you, know, you, you have to go back a little bit further to see how that all started. But, yeah, uh, I mean, Wimbledon were a non-league team. Okay. Eva, I'm so sorry. We have to cut you. The president of South Africa is about to address the nation because of COVID-19. So I apologize. We have to leave it there, Ivo. And we have to take it loud, folks. That's the end of our show.